This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. It's the Morning Majlis. Yes, it is the Morning Majlis only here on Pulse 95. And for months and months and months, we have been talking about the COP28. And I can't believe it is here just around the corner kicking off tomorrow and we could not be more excited about it. But to learn a little bit more about the expectations and the excitement, we have with us Julia Carlo, who is the Acting Head of Sustainability at AUS. Thank you very much for joining us today, Julia. Thank you for having me. Yes, and I, we were just talking a little bit off air. You have always had a dream about coming on to radio when you were growing up. <laughs> well, I always wanted to be a radio host. This well, is probably the closest I'll be to that dream. <laughs> I'm glad we can cater to that dream. But let's talk COP28. It is just around the corner, kicking off tomorrow. What expectations are there already for the COP28? A lot of expectations, right? Um, it's just unbelievable that we have a world-class event here in the UAE at our doorsteps. Mm-hmm. And for months and months we've been preparing. Yes. And we can't believe it's here. Mm-hmm. So... Um, this is a very special COP. Not only is the community trying to do the first stock take since the Paris Agreement in 2015, so that's very exciting for sustainability pro- professionals worldwide, but also there is a lot of focus on youth and education in this COP. Mm-hmm. And for me, working at a university in sustainability and climate action, that is a dream come true. Mm-hmm. So, Julia, you're the acting head of sustainability at the American University of Sharjah. If you could just take us behind the scenes of the preparations yeah. for the COP28, what does it look like? Yes, so when we first found out that COP is going to be hosted in the UAE, mm-hmm. we were very excited and we knew we had a lot of work to do because, uh, including myself, I had never attended a COP or this will be my first COP I'm going to attend. And um, we wanted everyone to understand what it means to have a COP here in the UAE. So what what is COP? Mm-hmm. What um, is happening at mm-hmm. a COP? Then building a lot of climate literacy around COP in our community. We really wanted everyone to understand about climate change, what it means, um, what we can do about it. And for everyone to f- find their role in climate action. I think you put it perfectly there when you said we really want everyone to understand climate change. And I think that's what the UAE has been trying to do, at least for this year and definitely for many more years in terms of getting the students involved. Of course, we've been talking a lot on the show about Koi 18 ongoing, and we know that students will be attending COP28. How important is it to integrate the youth of today when it comes to an event like COP28? I mean, it can't be stressed enough how important it is. It's the future and Um, the future should have a voice in what is happening. So I'm really happy to see that there's so much focus here in the UAE on youth. There's going to be a dedicated youth pavilion. Mm -hmm. There's dedicated programming for youth. Um, There's a dedicated day for youth on December 8th. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a lot of events and activities and capacity building workshops happening at COP. And COP is free to attend. So anyone who has not been involved so far still has an opportunity to be so. And networking possibilities. You of know, course, yes. The personalities that are going is a headline in itself. But being able for these students to go and, and to learn off these experts who have been in the industry for many decades, to learn off them and potentially have a future working, future career working with them and having that on their CV, I think is just so important. Yes, and there's actually going to be a skills fair for youth on December 8th, Mm -hmm. where students can meet with potential employers, 
um, get a training from LinkedIn on how to improve their CV, their mm -hmm. online presence. So lots of opportunities. And so what are some of the sustainable practices on campus? If you can just give us some uh, examples. Yes, that's a very good question. Um, when we started out, when we started the office, we really were wondering what does sustainability mean for higher education specifically, right? Yeah. I mean, we obviously teach about various things. So how do we teach about sustainability, climate action, also the social side of sustainability, not just the environmental side. And um, we defined four strategic priorities. So low carbon campus is one of the most important ones and has had the most uh, focus in the last year, obviously. So how, how do we measure our greenhouse gas emissions in higher education? How can we then identify the emissions hotspots and know where we need to work to reduce our emissions? Mm -hmm. And uh, then, sorry. Yes. And uh, you, you, I love the way you're summarizing it because we've seen it across the UAE, especially being the year of sustainability, a lot of top-down approaches when it comes to all the initiatives in place. But when we have a campus that is being sustainable and encouraging students to be sustainable, it's a bottom-up approach. And how important is it as an individual of the UAE, whether you're a student or just a resident, to be sustainable? Well, it's not a question for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all have to play our part. It's uh, what sooner or later we will all realize that we have a, to play a part. And I really want to help everyone understand what is it that they can contribute because it's not going to look the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. We have the scientists and the engineers, and it's obvious that they they are targeted or targeting innovations and technical solutions to the problems we have. But it's also important to stress that. People in the arts, um, people in literature have a role to play and they can help communicate these challenges in different innovative ways, uh, reach the audience in different ways and really help us um, create awareness and values around the principles of sustainability. And let's talk a little bit more about the COP28. Of course, mm. yes, kicking off tomorrow and running all the way up until 12th of December. But one of the biggest topics is, of course, the ongoing panel discussions and the speakers that will be attending. Can you talk to us about how the team came to deciding on these panelists and speakers for the discussion of the COP28? That's an interesting question. Actually, we didn't. Oh. <laughs> we didn't decide ourselves. Um, there was an open call for proposals um, hosted by the Ministry of Education. And we encouraged everyone in our community to apply because, it, like I said before, we don't think it only pertains to one specific mm -hmm. subject or discipline. Really, everyone needs to be involved. And that's a lot of the work we have been doing in the past years, really mm -hmm. integrate everyone in the university in sustainability and climate action. Anything in particular that you're looking forward to for COP28 to attend or see? Like I'm a seminar, a workshop, a talk, a figure, a personality. <laughs> so, I mean, an outcome maybe? <laughs> every day has a different theme. And yeah. me as a sustainability practitioner, I'm excited about all the themes. Mm -hmm. um, my personal highlight is going to be December 8th. So okay. Why so? It has the youth and education and skills focus. Uh -huh. So it's very aligned with the work we do. And I think it's going to be the most meaningful day for our students to attend. And really for any student in the UAE, whether they're a high school student, and we have exciting panels that day. Um, I'm gonna be attending a round table for the University's Climate Network all day, mm -hmm. where this was started earlier this year. Um, all UAE universities and colleges are working together 
on climate action mm -hmm. and sustainability. And we're really, there's been a lot of excitement leading up to COP28. And now at COP28, we're going to talk about how we're going to carry this network further and what are we going to achieve in the next years. Uh, yeah, I want to touch on that as well, the, the, the outcome of it all, the future, because yes, we're in the year of sustainability and yes, Sharjah has been so involved when it comes to being sustainable across the UAE. But when we move into 2024, are the practices going to stop or are we going to continue this sustainability goal and really try to be climate friendly for the many years, many decades to come? I mean, that's always a concern with a huge event like COP. Mm. Um, how can we create lasting impact and not just the excitement of this event happening right now? Yeah. Um, I'm very positive. There's a, I've met a lot of, because of COP, I've met a lot of like-minded professionals in the mm. UAE and we're working together closely. And I really think we have a network that can sustain and that can last and mm. we can keep up the good work. And it is a completely free event. Absolutely. So I think even if you're, it's not involved in your sector, even if you're not a student, I would obviously incredibly recommend it to attend. It's so important for an individual to learn what kind of goes on behind the scenes, I think. I, I think when it comes to the world of sustainability, we don't really know that much. And then when you attend an event, you see how diverse that word is, sustainability, and how many different components it has. Yes, and I just want to stress the UAE has done such an amazing job making this COP very accessible and diverse and attainable for everyone, also for the general public. So this is actually the, it's very unusual for the blue zone where all the official negotiations are happening mm. to be so connected to the green zone that is accessible to the general public. Mm. And you really will be able to visit these hubs, um, meet the people that are involved in the negotiations and make great connections and just really learn, go to learn mm -hmm. and experience. I think that's the perfect way to put it, you know, with the path that the UAE is going down, that is sustainability. Why not learn about that path before it's already laid out? So Julia, Carlo, thank you so much for joining us here on The Morning Magist, of course, being the acting head of sustainability at AUS and giving us a perfect summary as to why you, the listener out there, should be attending the COP28. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 7am.